And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another Foot in the Opposition camp and today Yeovil Town take ourselves on the road once again and we're going to a well, quite a famous, uh, famous club, or certainly very famous uh, in in recent times, anyway. And I'm I'm very pleased to be joined by Nigel Seager, uh, who is a Maidstone United fan, uh, who commentates on Stone's Live. So, Nigel, firstly, welcome to the Glovers Cast. Welcome, thanks for having me. No problem. Well, I mean, there's only one place to start, isn't it? Cup, cup drama, cup uh, glory. Tell us about your uh, Kent. Senior Cup uh, penalty yeah. shootout <laughs> win over Punjab United on Tuesday night. Tell us all about it, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was a typical game after the Lord Mayor's show, wasn't it? On on Saturday, um, didn't play many of the first team. A couple of the first team are sort of uh, or subs came on at the end on Saturday. Came on, um, just the younger players and just gave a leg out, but uh, a leg up sort of thing and got them into the game, but um. Harley L was the star of the show, our backup keeper, who's not had much um, experience. He's been in around the match day squad all season, but not been called upon. Saved a couple uh, in the penalty shootout, didn't he? He did, yeah. And he made yeah. a couple of good saves towards the end as well. A strong uh, Punjab side. So, oh, yeah, yeah it's good to give him a run out because uh, it's not easy being a backup, is it, when, you know, you've got Mr. Coblin in goal, so... Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll do it seriously now then, because I think <laughs> I I I speak for every Oval Town fan. We've obviously enjoyed the FA Cup um down down our years as well. So I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say congratulations to you and everyone at Maidstone for what's been a remarkable not not just beating Ipswich Town, but knocking out uh, Barrow and Stevenage in the previous rounds. Which you know they're, they're no mugs, are they? Those. Uh, so so just just tell us you weren't the the fan we saw rolling down into the no. uh, into the home end, were you? No, I was in the commentary box on on uh, oh. Saturday in in commentating for Stones Live. So yeah, you know it was a rather surreal experience, really. I mean. You know, there's a lot of disappointment around the draw when we when it was first made because, you know, we, some of the fans are sort of saying, you know, we, we haven't been lucky with the draws and that respect, you know, we haven't got one of the so-called big boys. But I think the luck we kind of got luck in those games because, you know, having Barrow at home and then Stevenage at home, you know, our pitch, you know, we do play on a three G pitch, so it is a little bit of a level and it's quite a compact sort of. Stadium when not as well when it's quite formed can be quite intimidating. Um, and then obviously going to Ipswich, you know, it's not that far journey. It's you know hour and a half away from us, you know, on a good trip. So being able to take go there in good numbers and you know I don't think anybody really expected it to go like it did. But you know it's just one of those things. You know, I mean, Covlin, you know, we, we we said before we started the commentary, you know, a couple of things have got to happen. You know, it's, uh, Ipswich have got a sort of Dip below their, you know, performances, and then our big players like I.E. Coblin and Sam Corn and that have got to come to the fore. And 
they did. And then the unlikely hero of Lamar Reynolds, you know, scoring that first goal. You know, he hasn't. He's a striker, and he's he's been in and around the National South level for a few years now, and never never really been prolific. And he, he's coming to um, our squad, not really got you know a run of games. I think he had a bereavement to a close family member, sort of around September October time. So he was in and around the time at first squad at that point. But yeah, he, you know, I think he's kind of coming, and he's kind of been guaranteed to start because we we've obviously got rid of Levi and Menchie, so. You know that's the 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 beauty of it, really. That you know we're not really selecting from our first team squad because where you start in September, you get a lot of cup type players, and which obviously we've got rid of Manchester. So Andrew Smith has, has been injury has been injured as well lately. So you know we was kind of starting with Lamar and Manny Duku we just brought in, and you know he just produced the goods on the day. Lamar, and, I was going to say that was some finish, wasn't it? And am I right in saying that he, he's not got that many goals? I seem to remember hearing on the commentary. No, Reynolds. no, that was his first goal for us this season. I mean, first goal, wow! He scored one in pre-season, but you know, yeah, say so he hasn't really, you know, he's been in and out of the squad and sort of played at various positions as well. Yeah, I mean, he was coming in when we had Levi in the, in the team. He, you know, he played it sort of like right wing back and left wing back and. But, yeah, he's just, wow, yes. Yeah, some finish, wasn't it? And and you mentioned there Kovalan. That's obviously Lucas Kovalan, your your goalkeeper. Anybody who knows West Country football will remember as the the man who scored um, a headed goal for Torquay in the, uh, in, in, the, in the playoffs, I think it was, a few years back. But he was sensational for you last, yeah, um, I mean, last Saturday. I mean, we only got him in the, in the season, literally the, the few days before the season started because... Um, we didn't really have a goal. We had, we had Ryan Sanford on loan last year when we did the National League and that was a bit of an on-off sort of deal throughout the summer. Um, but he, we didn't sign him and we were sort of scrambling around for a goal. We had a couple of trialists in pre-season. But yeah, we managed to get a deal for him right sort of right before the season started and he's, you know, he's, he, you know, when, he, when he's good, he's really good, you know, and, and yeah. George said it in, in, in the pre-match as well that, you know, He's a big time player, and he really, you know, on, when, the, when it's the occasion he comes to four, he's got that sort of Brazilian flair about him, really, is in a yeah. goalkeeper, isn't he? You know, he's just goalkeepers a are a special breed at the best of times, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, came on um, on Tuesday, the Tuesday prior to that, we played Braintree at home, and it was one one, we were leading one nil, and he, you know, came for a cross, it was obviously. It was, it was bad conditions on that night and it wasn't a packed stadium, but, you know, he came for a cross and it kind of sailed over the wing, called in, it sailed over his head and, you know, they scored on a back post header. But, you know, it's kind of like you live by the sword and die by the sword because, yeah. you know, you know, a lot of people at this level, they just don't come out of the box or they don't command their penalty areas as well as he does. So, I suppose, you know, and it's similar really to the game um, down at your place in October, August. Yeah. You know, that, that was a sort of a, you know, he kind of tried to come out for a ball then to select it and it was, you know, that the equaliser came. So, yeah. You know, yeah, but, you know, he's just, a, he is just, you know, he's not, he's a level that, a couple of levels below where he should be playing, really. Yeah. And so, like, like, like you say, you find a lot of players at this level, that there's, there's a reason why they're at this level, but, but also there's some of them that you can tell that, 
if they if they've been consistent or they got the luck with injuries, then they they could play at a much higher level. And and he he sounds like one. Just just uh, going on to what you said there about the game back in in August, uh, a, a one all draw at the Oval. You you mentioned Levi Amanchi, who um as he, he left, was it just before Christmas to go to Bromley? Is that right? Um. Yeah, so he, he got injured. He played the Barrow second round game. He got injured just before half time right. in that game. Right. Um, we always knew, you know, obviously you know that it's going to move his pen in. You know, you see like, all the managers from the National League were sort of at the games and that. Yeah. So you know that it's, that something's going to happen. And I think it was just a case of, I think if he just stayed, if he wasn't injured, he maybe would have stayed for the third round game against. Um, Stevenage in January, but yeah. because he was injured, and I think he had sort of like a a release clause in his contract, and Bromley met that, and so you know we sort of you know he wasn't going to be playing again until the end of January anyway, so it was no. kind of like you know get a deal done and move on sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, because he was obviously your your scorer uh, at Hewish Park, and mm. I, I think I'm right in saying he he's still he's still I know he's only been gone a month, but still top goal scorer now. Was he has he been a miss in those um? In the games, yeah, 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 because he, you know, is his height. So you know, you know, you, we do play the ball on the, you know, we have a little bit. We're not predominantly a long ball team, but just when the fact that when balls come in the box, you know, he, he's a presence there. You know, he, he takes the attention of the defenders, doesn't he? So you know, and you, the goal scoring record he had speak for itself. You know, he was always just popping up with the odd goal here and there, and he just got a, a distant run of form, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 you yeah like you you've mentioned there you brought in you've brought in a couple Manny Manny Duku and um, Mo Fowl as well you you've signed on loan from from Haven I mean if there's a player that you want that's got a bit of height up front Mo Fowl is the is the one he scored twice against us for Haven on, yeah, uh, on Bank Holiday that. August uh, August Bank Holiday so how how's he been doing since he's arrived Yeah, I mean he came in. Uh, and then, incidentally, the two games we lost prior to the, the cup game. So, obviously, he's cup prize for the, the cup win. But he yeah. he came in for Slough and he equalised there. We went on to lose that game 2 1. Then he scored um, for in the Braintree game before the Tuesday before the cup game last week. So, yeah. he scored in that game. Then they equalised, the same in the second half. So, so he's in decent neck then, goal scoring wise. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he's done, he scored seven goals before he comes to us. Mm-hmm. And you know we all know the season that haven't having this year. You know they've got, you know we played them just before Christmas, and you you look through their lineup, and yeah, they've they've certainly got players that you know you look through their team sheet, and you think, well, yeah, that, that you know he's troubled us before in the past, and you know players like Jack Jeb and um, obviously Fowl was there at the time, and you know players like that that you sort of think, you know, you can't see really why they they were down the bottom, but. You know, yeah. talking to some of the media guys that have it, you know, there was a lot of going on behind the scenes down there and just players weren't settled and they yeah. seem to have picked up now, but whether it's too much for them, I don't know. But, yeah. you know, they've, they've certainly, I mean, they start using favour and it would seem that you was in favour. And if the, if the manager at the time didn't fancy you, then you were sort of alienated. And I think that's what's happened to Mo Fowl and a couple of other players, Jacob Berkeley, had your problem, we picked him up from there as well. So, 
and, and, and you mentioned about having that, uh, whether it's a Manti, whether it's Val, having that pivotal uh, sort of centre forward who, who draws the attention, like you were saying there. And you've got a lot of players around him. Uh, obviously, Sam Corn scored in the in the cup yeah. game that everyone will have seen, but he's got a few this season. I think he might be your second top scorer. Um, there's, there's certainly other players in the team that can score goals, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, we brought Matt Rashid from Avery as well. Yeah. Um, that was, when did he come in, sort of? Beginning of October time now, beginning of November. But he, he's only scored two goals for for Avery this season, and uh, he's now got eight goals for us. So right. you know he's up to ten for the league. So you know we've certainly got players there that, that can score goals. Um, but we, you know it's it's just one of those. I think it's just getting it all together. That's what this level is, isn't it? You know, we go to a game like Hampton Richmond. Yeah, we scored yeah. two goals, but we can see five. So, you know, it's sort of like... And, and Worthing as well is another one. We, we beat them 4-0 at home. And then when we went there, we lost 5-1. So, yeah. it's just yeah. that consistency, I think. And I think I don't, I don't... The players that are playing in the Cup, you know, it's easy to say that, you know, it shouldn't affect you really. But it kind of does, I suppose, in the fact that, you know, you know when you want to pick up a silly booking and, you know, if it's a 50-50 tackle, you, you know, you're not going to go charging in for it, are you? So that no. maybe would have had an effect, but George does sort of preach, you know, take one game at a time. So we shall see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, uh, obviously, look, looking ahead to, um, to to today's game as we're listening to this, um, and um, I mean, how was the how was the season been for Mason? Because I I think it's probably fair to say that if you'd have asked most people at the beginning of the season which teams they expected to be up there, they probably would have picked the three that went down. Um, and um, uh, Torquay and and yourselves both in the um in the in the playoff mix as well. Has the has the FA Cup sort of drawn attention a little a bit away from, from the league or do you still fancy your chances of um of, of finishing quite high up? Yeah, I think I think, you know, just what I've said there, you know, we have been bringing players in um that are not cup ties. So in, in that respect, Al and um Rush, you know, they're not cup ties. So this is their season really, isn't it? So you know we've come to I think uh, Rush is signed for us and that was on loan to the end of the season, so you know that's not you know, but it's just that it was just like nobody really sort of knew how the season was going to go because we we came down with twenty five points last year when we got twenty five and we obviously finished bottom and we, we kind of knew we was down from um, February time, mm. so you know I suppose that in that respect it kind of helped the team, sort of the the recruitment team to go and get look at players in real game time. You know, it's all right watching players in. Like pre-season games, isn't it? But you know, if you actually can go and watch them in a live game scenario, I think they sort of was planning from you know a couple of months at the end of the season that we were we was going to go down. So you know, and you know, touch wood, it's been all right. You know, there's, like there's been a few sort of games that you know you think you know on another day you could have won, but I don't know. It's just yeah. like it's a you know, difficult league, isn't it? It is, it is a, a difficult league. league. It's yeah, a very yeah. difficult league. I mean, we, we we obviously we was we won it a couple of seasons ago, didn't we? We become straight back down again. But you know, we kind of thought that you know coming down with Yeovil and Torquay, it kind of you know, we're not the big dog there, sort of to be came back. You know, somebody has to sort of share that load. I mean, you're obviously going to get your Kent Derby's and Dartford and Tunbridge's that you know they want to sort of target you, but. 
you know, teams like Tunbridge and that going to Yeovil, you know, it's it's sort of another team to focus on, isn't it? Is yeah. well, so. Yeah. So what what is the ambition now then? Obviously, you want to win the FA Cup, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> if that's not if that's not achievable, I mean, um, a, a decent playoff finish would yeah. that be what you'd yeah. be looking for? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think with the way the playoff structure, you know, them second and third, and probably more so second is is you know would be the aim. I think really because yeah. that gives you home advantage throughout the playoffs, doesn't it? Because there's no sort of like neutral ground venue at this level so you know just to finish as high up as possible really I think everyone's yeah. sort of conceded now that Yeovil are going to win the league and I'm you know no no no, no. I'm not having any of this <laughs> no, I'm not having you jinxing us <laughs> well I mean we, we 19 points behind us so you know it's really probably worthy probably the one that that are going to chase you down really if, if, if any of the teams but again they're inconsistent you know like you say we beat them 4 near our place and then lost 5-1 away so you know it, that's that's the thing I think that Yeovil have done really well this year. Just that consistency, you know. And it, they lose a game, you know. I mean, you mentioned that Welling game there, and the haven't Wolverhampton game. But then you bounce back and you go on another run of sort of just picking up points. And I think where everyone else is sort of just beating each other, you're just sort of churning the results out, aren't you? So. Well, hopefully, I'm. Uh, my fingers are crossed. I've I've supported us for too long to uh, to not not uh, have something in the back of my mind that says someone's going to let me down. But um, anyway, well, let's let's finish off about about talking about the game on uh, today uh, on Saturday. Um, uh, presumably, there's going to be a, a big crowd, a, a great atmosphere about the place with the um with the club successes. Uh, is the hope that that can uh, you know, a bumper crowd can can drive yeah. the players on for yeah, what definitely. I imagine is an important game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were saying about it on the way home from Utrecht. You know, because we've got we've got uh, Yeovil today, and then on Tuesday evening we've got um, Torquay at home as well. So, right. um, ideally, you know, it's a sort of like ideal sort of scenario, really. I mean, no disrespect to the other teams, but if you'd have had Braintree and Taunton at home or something like you wouldn't have actually actually pulled the crowd in, but you know, they're two named clubs and don't forget this is a fixture that was swapped down from the beginning of the season. So we, I we remember, swapped yeah. it, didn't we? I so, had a ticket for the first game as well. So Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's kind of worked in our favour now, you know, yeah. with this with this cut row. So I think I know I was talk I was down there last night and um you sold about two sixty tickets, so you know and I don't think it's you know, I think you can you can buy on the day as well. I don't think it's a it is solely all tickets. So I think they're expecting a crowd of up to 3,000, which, you know, again, we've been sort of averaging around 220 for home games. So, yeah, you know, that, there's certainly a bit of a buzz around the town. And, you know, I think people have, within the town have kind of fallen in love because, you know, you have that you have that season that you had last year and you, you do become disillusioned. And that's, you know, yeah. obviously you get the diehards that will go to every game, you know. and that, But, you know, just the walk-ins and that, you, you know, you lose that, but I think actually they're coming back as a, as the season sort of progress, and you know they're kind of just riding this wave of optimism that's around the club at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I think we can both agree, Nigel, that that hopefully it, uh, a decent game of football breaks out in in all yeah. of it. And whilst I'm sure we're not going to agree on what we both want the final result to be, um, just like to thank you again for coming on and um, giving us your giving us your thoughts. And uh, after after today's game, uh, very best of luck for the rest of the season. And thank obviously, you, 
very best of luck in that FA Cup tie as well. Keep flying the flag for the non-league. Yeah, certainly. Thank you. Thanks for your time. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from John. Goal. 